people of Earth, if you are hearing this, you are receiving a signal from another planet. Fanboy planet. Watch animate chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the left to F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, Fanboys, it's the Fanboy Planet Podcast with your host, Derek McCall. Thank you, Chris. Oh, I love this. I wow, love that's going to do wonders for your ego, isn't it? it? Uh, I could use it. This is Derek McCall, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and we are podcasting. This is episode 315 from... Uh, from live. Sacramento, California. Live from Sacramento, California. Whoop, Where you whoop. can no longer toast a bread on the sidewalk. Really? You can't do that? <laughs> you can't oh, do that anymore. Is that just, yeah, just, on that for is that just a global warming thing or yeah. a law? Well, no, it's, uh, it's Sacramento. It's, it's the uh, city of burning trees. I feel it's a city with, if you have a room with a view at your hotel, eh. Uh, so but we are at Westercon 66, which has been an awesome con so far. And uh, so, in addition, we have a, we have uh, a, a guest commentator tonight. Uh, today, from the Sunshine Nerdvana Center. podcast, we have JC. Hello, everybody. We're Glad to gonna, be here. We're not going to use your secret identity. What is your secret identity on the Nerdvana podcast? Uh, JC Arkham. Okay. JC like Arkham? from that comic book. Oh, like, like from comic. that comic book, or from like Lovecraft. It's, uh, and it's too about... close to your real life, though. It's JC. Okay. Okay. And to my left, of course. Fred Flintstone. Hugo Award winner. Uh, Fred Flintstone. Yes. Thank you. Never okay. forget the preface on that. Uh, actually, Christopher J. Garcia. And, of course, in the movie shirt, podcast producer and moral compass of Fanboy Planet. Rick Brett Snyder. By the way, we say moral Ooh. compass. We're not that moral. Uh, yes, so we are. We've got some comics news, some movie news, some television news. Uh, some wrestling news. Some, some wrestling audience, news. That's not on my list. It should be. It's a what? Audience participation and news. Audience participation news. Uh, but we are going to get to begin this week with uh, one, of, uh, one of my favorite portions. Is uh, We're recording this live for playback later, so you can go back and listen for your own cries of delight from the audience. I and like you, that. And you can say, that was me. Cries, whispers, simpers, whatever. Simpers. Uh, and uh, we got a letter from a, from a listener. We did. Because we have listeners that we don't just bring into rooms Don't we have like a song this. for that, Chris? Yes. That's... Uh, it's hey, not, no, that's not we enough. got letters. No, no. It's, it's not uncanny. We, we got, got Fanny Mail. That's right. Okay, yeah. uh, this is from uh, a listener named Frisco Del Rosario. Yes. You know Frisco? I do. You do? Okay. okay. He's a friend of mine. Oh, is he? Okay. Follows me on Twitter. Okay. All okay. right. So uh, it is uh, regarding podcast number 312, probably one of the most controversial subjects of the summer, uh, Man of Steel. Discussion and the pain of using heat vision. These are yours. Okay. Uh, similarly, both Clark, uh, so, uh, both Clark and Zod freak out when they experience X-ray vision and superhearing for the first time. Did it remind anyone else of young Matt Murdock screaming in pain from the sensory overload brought on by the newfound Daredevil power? Oh. oh. I thought it was a blatant swipe. Yeah, I thought so too. Thought it was the best Superman movie ever in any case, especially for dealing with the existential question 
of what it means to be an undocumented alien with firepower. I have to. Wor- <laughs> I have to add the. W- <laughs> I have to add the the words live action Superman movie because I don't think it's the best Superman movie. Ever. No, because I know what you think the best Superman movie is. Yes. And and anyone with half a brain will agree. Yes. All Star Superman, the animated uh, film based on Grant Morrison's work. Yes. If you haven't seen it, shut us up and go watch it. Yes. Yeah, okay. definitely. That's um, an excellent film. And then he asks, it says, if you discuss Monsters University, I hope you might address the notion, hey, we remember seeing this when it was Revenge of the Nerds or Animal House or The Paper Chase. I was a little annoyed at first, but Pixar did this before with both Cars movies, as in Cars <laughs> was Doc Hollywood and Cars 2 was any accidental spy caper. Also, has I love Pix- that movie. Has Pixar killed hand-drawn animation, and if so, do we care? So uh, the first thing I want to say about Monsters University is, while I agree that it was Animal House and Revenge of the Nerds to the point that the guy leading the scare games was uh, visually based on Ogre. Did you just ruin the whole movie for me? No, no, no. No, the scare games. You haven't (laughs) seen it yet? No, I haven't seen it. My God, it's been out for like three weeks. Where have you been? Uh, It's here. Two weeks. Um, No, but but I think it's like the audience is like, uh, what parent is showing their eight-year-old Animal House at this point? Good parents. Uh, <laughs> I refuse to answer. Okay, on yeah. the grounds. Yes, that, that your child has not been seen in, in months. <laughs> I uh, saw that when so, I was twelve. Uh, no, <laughs> and, and Revenge of the Nerds. The the reality is, you know, I, I think yes. He's a very careful parent. <laughs> I am a very careful parent. Sort <laughs> of. Him in bags. Yes. That's okay. Your kids will. I don't uh, want to ruin their value. You, yes. can, you can afford the therapy. I keep can't them you? in polymer bags. Uh, <laughs> that uh, I don't know that kids today are watching Revenge of the Nerds or. Or Animal House. I mean, seriously, not it's not even a it's, what parent is showing it. I just don't think that whether we like it or not, you know, we're a... I don't think that they necessarily, I, they feel, the feeling about nerds and, and, and geeks Never goes is away. Not, no, it's not, it's not as strong these days That's as it true. was back then. Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because nerds started doing podcasts about comics and movies and Indeed. TV. And we carefully, We took over took the over media. The yes, exactly. <laughs> or at least took over the media. Yeah. Uh, nerds rule Hollywood, and uh, but it's true. I mean, Cars was Doc Hollywood, but I still haven't seen Doc Hollywood. So, but I've oh, seen Cars a lot of times. Seen Doc Hollywood? And you know, I was really hoping that Monsters U would be more like How I Got into College. Uh, yeah, which, that was a good one. Savage which, Steve Holland, right? Which twelve people saw? Exactly. Yeah. So, I saw it twice. You haven't seen Doc Hollywood? It's been out for weeks, I, uh, for years, <laughs> <laughs> decades. Uh, <laughs> I still have taste. Uh, so. And the question of hand-drawn animation being killed, I don't think that's true. I just think that the, the major studios are, stu- are not I think there's, there's, there's always going to be some place for these various art forms. I think the issue is like where it comes down to when we get back around to the, <clears throat> the Lone Ranger, um, that uh, it's a matter of do they make a good story. Have they made it a good movie? Yeah. And, and whether that's hand-drawn or CG, it just seems that Hollywood took the wrong lesson, that Pixar movies... We're making a lot of money, not necessarily because they were CG, but because they were good, good movies. While the regular Disney studio was turning out sweating bullets. Have you seen the? Or no, sorry, Home on the Range. Have you sweating seen the previews the for the CGI Tarzan? I was gonna. I had that on my list. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll yes. talk about it. In a yeah, minute. we'll talk about that. Um, so uh, you know, because the flip side is, a, the, if you go to see Monsters Universe, there's a trailer for Planes. The, yes. The not right. a sequel. But still a sequel to Cars. The Planes version uh, it's, of Cars. It's, it's an alternate dimension to the Cars universe. No, 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 because the Cars are there. Oh, the Cars are still the there. The Cars are there, but it's not a Pixar film. They it's race? a Toon Disney 
Uh, it's actually a Vietnam picture. The uh, planes are bringing cars over to uh, Nam. It's a long, yeah, dark. Well, it's very dark for Pixar. Uh, it's based on Harder. It's not darkness. Pixar though. It's Toon Disney, which is like two steps down. There's Pixar. There's Disney Animation, and then there's Toon Disney, which was direct to DVD. Really? And uh, that made were responsible for such deathless classics as Bambi Two. Uh, oh yeah. The Secret of the Wings, the Tinkerbell movies. Oh God. And. Um, Many other direct Cinderella two and Cinderella three, a twist in time. God, uh, I know, I know they've so, been out for weeks, but I haven't seen them because <laughs> Godzilla versus Bambi. Well, I know. Bambi. You know, the thing is, you felt that all the questions were answered by Cinderella one. You know, all the questions I wanted answered were answered by Cinderella one. Um, didn't they also make which uh, was Do I look fat in this dress? Do I? And, and you do. do. Uh, yeah, but, didn't uh, they also make Itu Mama Tambien? That was their one like good movie. It was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyway. Uh, yeah, it, and it looks terrible. So I think that Toon Disney might kill CG animation. <laughs> we'll see. And then there's a question that uh, only Rick can answer. We're still on Francisco's letter. There's a lot of stuff. Maybe Derek remembers the name of the card game I saw you guys playing with Lon at a Baycon yeah, one or two years ago. We've been back and forth on this. Player A laid down cards with values totaling X. Player B, in turn, laid down cards with values totaling X plus 1 and so on. Yeah, it's... I, th- I think he's thinking about um, a game called Six Takes or Six Nymph, um, but we're not really mm-hmm. sure. Juan, I can't imagine it, Juan it, remember, playing we, a game. I, I, don't think, I don't think Juan was there. I, yeah, I don't think Juan. <laughs> I well, think that was me. I Juan think it was, was at probably, BayCon, though. Probably Chris, Juan, because think, we, did crack, we showed Crackpot Comics at it BayCon. It was two years, years ago, ago at BayCon. We showed Crackpot hmm. or three years ago at BayCon. Yeah, um, long time. But that's it is a great game, and it's actually the one that's been redone as the uh, the Walking Dead card game, which, which I was awesome. highly recommend if you're looking for an easy to play, quick game. The Walking Dead card game, not to be confused with the two Walking Dead board games. It only co- it should only cost you about ten, twelve bucks. A card game so fun and simple to learn that even I enjoyed it. Yes, and you won once, I think. I did. I beat Chris Garcia, which is never boring. going to happen again. It's not oh, hard. Later, yeah. we should we should play that in the fanzine lounge here at beautiful Westercom. Yes, and we for, should later. Yes, and listeners, every product that we mention on the podcast, Derek will dutifully put up on the fanboy. I did. I website, there was, yes. and so we'll put the link to where you can get www.fanboyplanet.com. Uh, the card game. So um, I think I'm still going to go off one more. I have some Comic-Con stuff, but I think we'll talk about that actually outside of a convention with Nate uh, okay. maybe next week. So, so next week. For those who are here, uh, this is you know kind of a guest layout. Uh, Chris is an occasional contributor. We yes. also have a, a third member that is kind of our base, uh, Nate Costa, who could not be here. He's getting married. He's getting married, and that's, you know, his Sucker. fiance keeps demanding things of him <laughs> yeah. uh, in preparation. <sighs> okay. Anyway, uh, so let's go into comics. Um, Love comics. You know, okay. Do you guys like comics? You get, yeah. Anybody here that like comics? Woo! Anybody reading them? Okay, okay. Marvel. Because <laughs> there are people that like comics. Okay. DC. Woo! Image. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Who? Oh, boom. Yes, boom. We love boom. Um, we talked about Boom last week, of course. We would Carlton, we did. But uh, and you know, last week was Image Expo, and uh, Nate is going to write up some stuff for it. He didn't get some audio because they changed what it was this year. It was not a chance to sit down and talk with people. It was just a series of panels and then a party. 
and uh, which I don't have. It's a, not a bad idea. I know it's not a bad idea. So Image Expo became less like Comic Con and more, I think, like this kind of more like this, which was re- which was really cool. Um, but uh, one of the things that came out was that twenty four percent of Image's uh, profits are coming from digital sales. Wow. Online comic. I was hoping you would say cocaine. No, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> um, but this week, uh, you know, for the last couple of months, a, a digital comic book that um, Rick and I found somewhat distasteful was the number one seller in the world, uh, which was Injustice, Gods Among Us, the preview to the uh, PS3, Xbox uh, Video game, game, the Mortal Kombat <coughs> style, style uh, yeah. DC Universe game. But this week, it was knocked off the top by a book that will give you, make your heart sing when you realize what it is. Really? Uh, Any guess? It's a brand new digital book, which image. will be coming out in print in about a month. It's a brand new digital book. That'll and they are going to have, DC, it's a DC book, and DC will have uh, a, a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive it's not cover out yet. to it. No, but it's available on online. So I'm just basically guessing what character that doesn't Well, they're, gonna, they're doing an exclusive cover, and we all got excited at the cover okay. at Comic-Con. Something. No, no. Batman, Batman 66. Oh, yeah. Oh. Because DC finally got the rights Did to do news stories set in the Adam oh. West TV show. Oh, so, good lord. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so digitally, you can get short stories with uh, uh, Batman 66, and then in a month, they will actually have Batman 66 number one. You know what I like about that? It's going to be, a, it's gonna be a, <laughs> a comic you can share with your kids. Yes, absolutely. Mm. But they got the rights to the likenesses. So the first one is is Adam West versus Frank Gorshin. It's like oh, the wow. Riddler looks like the like Frank Gorshin. Excellent. It's just it's just beautiful. Um, and online, I haven't downloaded it yet. But the but the online. Are they going to get Joan Collins in there too? She was it, a, the siren. Yeah. Uh, it's a it is a somewhat of a motion comic. So that there's some. Uh, Movement in the sound effects and, and the bam. In the electronic So basically version. it's Pow. looking a lot like, yeah, in the electric, electronic version, yeah. a lot like the actual television show. Well, they're coming uh, out with the uh, figures based on the original Oh, I know. I already too. pre-ordered my, my Batusi Batman for San Diego. So I'm not, yes. su- I'm not surprised that they're... It comes in a television set, <laughs> so they're going to have an action figure of him doing that, which is awesome. Um, I'm I like glad, I'm awesome. glad for an audio podcast we were able to all do that and no one sees... <laughs> Trust us, it was great watching this. It's like it's like watching people do YMCA. Yeah, this um, audience is enthralled right now with that. They with are the concept. In well, they are. This is the concept. I like the Ardman one. What the the Ardman ones from? The, oh yeah, uh, and they're doing Ardman oh, ones. Yeah. If you've watched any of those, Ardman has been doing recording little children playing Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and then they do their little plasticine Playmation. figures, claymation of them, like. <laughs> And <laughs> they're they're great. They are wonderful. And they and just they came out with Batman Robin already, and they've got another set coming out in September. Yeah, or October. but I think Superman will be available it, at part Comic of Con. Yeah. Isn't that the by same, himself is available? Isn't that the same so they're guy? They're very who does distorted, and, and it's funny. To He's the same guy who does Wallace those. and Gromit, and yeah. he did all the Shell Shell or seventy six. Uh, Chevron, Chevron, Chevron ads. Uh, yeah. car commercials that led to cars, and we run full circle. So there's fun there. Now, that sounds brilliant. Controversial because our friend of the podcast, Mick Gray, posted something he was very upset about, um, which is that Andy Kubert is going to be creating a four-issue Damien, Son of Batman Saw that. miniseries. It's an alternate universe. It's pre-Flashpoint. Yeah. Really? So anybody following that, what's been going on with Damien, the Son of Batman, who is this fantastic, kid-friendly, yet Amazing somewhat psychotic character? character. 
who was the son, the grandson of Ra's al Ghul. So what do you do with a character like that, Derek? Um, well, you uh, you give him a solo book because children respond to this ten year old really. But what did DC do with that character? Uh, they killed him. Yeah. Uh, so you know because the, with great power and sacrifice comes death of children. Um, we love that. And so early in the New Fifty Two universe, that really that's really surprising. Yeah. Oh, it got worse. It, did you anybody picked up this week's Batman Incorporated? I have. I haven't read it yet. Uh, well, you know because he was killed by his. Mother. What would you call it? The clone brother, yes, like the who had been artificially aged, so he had an, the body of an adult, and they'd never shown his face, but his face is still like three, so oh they God. took Jeez. the mask off, and oh then my God. Uh, no, okay, then I won't go any further. It's just like it's I disgusting, know, something horrible. And I'm like, it's a shame. Again, they had done this bat- nice things. This to talk ba- about. Batman and Robin annual number one, which was awesome. You know, this great thing yes, with, with that Damian. was a wonderful. Book. And now, and so I showed my son. My son stole that copy of my comic book. He because he loved it so much and rereads it and rereads it and rereads it. And now, thanks to DC, I can't show him a single other thing in that plot line. Yeah. Nothing. Um, so I'm still bitter. Um, anything good to talk about? How about the Trinity of Sin? Uh, Chris and I share a, a favorite comic book character, which is the Phantom Stranger. Oh yeah, I like and him too. I bought the figure. I know, but I know, but I know that Chris and I can okay, say he's yeah. like our favorite. And um, so DC, of course, has completely ruined that and made the to the Phantom Stranger Judas literally, and uh, decided to create a subline of comics called the Trinity of Sin. So, have you caught up on this, JC? I have not. No. No. I just I just picked up to? I just picked up uh, Batman Superman number one. Oh, good! That was a good book. It, it's starting off very dark, and it's it's starting it's going uh, in a very interesting direction. It, it would be, be I'm more interested in seeing the of course the new issues that are coming out because there's already so much that's being left open in just the first issue. Yeah. Okay. But for the Trinity of Sin, it's the Phantom Stranger who is Judas, mm-hmm. uh, the Question who is some unnamed mythical character. I'm like invent- my third favorite comic character. And Pandora, as in the woman who opened Pandora's box. And then her first issue came out this week, and the box that she... Uh, because Curiosity is a sin. Right. Is an, she, uh, she picked up an extraterrestrial Terminator skull with three jewels in it. That's she, the box. Yes, and she just picked it up. Mm-hmm. And that was her sin. That unleashed the seven deadly sins. Just touching it. Just touching it. Just touching it. Yes. Or and for Indiana Jones. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's a horrible book. We're just telling people to stay away, although it's going to be the big Justice League crossover. The Trinity War. Um, so, uh, yeah. And make crossovers always sad. work. Yeah. But you know what would make my heart sing? What would make Wild your heart thing? sing? We should give stuff away. We've got stuff. We That's do a great we do a regular thing called Stump the Zorlac, which when is we're at live like, performances like this. It's a it's a uh, unusual game show in which all you have to do is come up with a decent question and you win a prize. But if you beat the Zorlac, maybe you'll get an even better prize or two, or we'll do something like that. I don't know. Okay, so Dream Date with Rick Bretschneider. Comics right now. I'll answer. Anyone got a <laughs> comics related question? I'm looking at you, comic character over there. Um, that you want to ask Derek and see if he can answer. Maybe something about Harley Quinn or... First of all, I know better than to cross Harley Quinn. I've been playing Injustice a lot, and she keeps kicking my butt. Do you have a hammer in that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. This, is, this is a nice uh, classic Harley Quinn, by the way. you have a question? Can you make up a question? There you go. Okay, come on up. What's your name? I am Bob. Hi, Bob. Hi, Bob. Sure, I believe that. 
video game that we watched the cut outtakes to with uh, Batman. Yeah, Asylum. An Arkham Asylum question. There was a picture. Okay, there's a picture at the beginning of Arkham Asylum. Okay. And that picture foreshadows something. Okay. Tell me what that picture foreshadows. Uh, you want to give me a better clue as to which picture it is? Uh, it, it? It's the one where Catwoman uh, steals wait, 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 from. Sihanna has a clarification. Oh. A Batwoman. Bat, uh, Catgirl. Catwoman. Catgirl is something completely different in a convention. <laughs> oh, Lee Merriweather. Are you being Leslie Gore? Which would be awesome as well. Sorry. Um. Oh, um, in the video game, the Arkham Asylum, there was a picture in the very beginning, and it was an it was it showed some pictures that were in the exact same position that. I don't know. Can you tell him? That's enough. <laughs> You're gonna give him a clue. Who were okay. those two people, Derek? <laughs> I know that. Um, I wanted it for the video game I played three years ago. Wait, I, it's pushing my Zorlak abilities to their worst. It's uh, it's it's, it's one brother that that betrays another. I think it's Cain and Abel. When you say picture, you're talking about an oil painting, or okay, yeah, that's what I wanted. So it's an oil painting that has uh, two characters in it. It's it's where Catwoman uh, steals, tries to steal from Two Face, uh, and the painting is. Uh, yeah. It covers a safe, and I believe it's—I believe it's Cain and Abel. Okay. What did it foreshadow? Uh, <laughs> there's no okay. spoiler alert here. We've got a guest Zorlax, so help this me. This is uh, great. By yeah. Way. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a paint, and I remember that. Okay, it's an oil painting of Cain and Abel. Yes. I remember the scene with Catwoman uh, having st- uh, broken into the safe, and now I'm trying to think of which. Who gets betrayed? Um, I, I think it's it's a it just it's a representation of Batman carrying the Joker out at the end of the game, uh, with the Joker dying. Okay. Okay. Great. Guest Zorlak, okay. JC Guess for Zorlach. the save. Yes. <laughs> Nothing in the rules uh, says on, it has to be me. I think I think we have uh, we, we you have a variety of things. You introduced it, but you gave more. Good information that made it into a question. So, so I have a variety of things from pocketbooks, World of Warcraft novels, Starcraft novels, Guild Wars, Gears of War, um, on the latest World of Warcraft hardback, um, or Red versus Blue. The uh, I believe this is the ninth season. Season uh, nine. Very funny. Season nine, uh, or from the first season of Digimon. Uh, <laughs> Red versus blue. Red versus blue. Yeah, I yeah. think you probably enjoyed that the most. Thanks for playing our game. I agree with you. I too am really mostly the comics fan. We got a question but... from somebody else. Oh, it, it's not Cynthia. Oh, it's... I, my name is Ken. Uh, I'm also sometimes on the Nerdvana podcast. As mm-hmm. um, it's actually with Batman sixty six. Uh huh. Which Catwoman? Or are they going to have her morph <laughs> a little bit? Uh, what I have read, yeah. what I have read is that all three will appear. That they're going to find some twisted explanation 
for why uh, not just that, because some people forget John Aston was the Riddler too. So they're going to have an explanation for those two appearances and for the three different versions of Catwoman. Perhaps on, I don't know yet if they're going to do like uh, with the Adventures of Superman online book they're doing, um, which is also really good. If you like Superman but hate everything that they've done with Superman in the comics in the last two years, the Adventures of Superman is, uh, as Eric Larson keeps keeps posting on uh, Facebook, uh, is Superman with red trunks still, and it's creators just telling the stories they've always wanted to tell in eight pages about Superman at his best. So Batman 66 may be the same thing, where different creators have always wanted to have a chance to play in this universe, and, I, and it may be just whichever Catwoman they liked the best. So finally, um, all I like those Julie questions best, that you've but, wanted answered for decades... You know, I, I thought they answered that question with the Halle Berry version, Catwoman, where there have been many Catwomen throughout no, the No, 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 that didn't, that didn't happen. <laughs> that movie was terrible. Kind of so like Alien 3. it did not happen. <laughs> did Steel happen with Shaquille O'Neal? Because if you're going to accept that movie, Catwoman, you're going to have to accept Steel, and I refuse to accept that. What about Kazam? Can Kazam Shut up with Kazam. <laughs> this is oh, the yeah. second time you've taunted me in a weekend with that. <laughs> un- un- unlike us... Normally, unlike our normal show, we are under a I, time limit. I know, I realize that. So we'll talk. Uh, I want to make some, because this is more of a sci-fi fantasy convention and maybe not so comics, I want to I recommend some sci-fi comics okay. that have come out in the last few weeks. Um, one, if you're an X-Files fan, IDW is continuing X-Files with a season 10 in continuity, <laughs> like that mattered in the actual show, um, with Chris Carter consulting. Um, and Chris I, Carter, who was, the, was creator the creator of, of the X-Files. So similar to what uh, Joss Whedon is doing with Dark Horse and the Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Everybody knows about comics. Buffy Season 9, right? Seasons 8 and 9. Seasons 8 and 9 are in comic books, and they're great. And in, so in continuity, selling much better than any other Buffy books had ever sold. Yes. And they're gambling that the same thing will happen with X-Files. And I don't know if that's if that will happen. Maybe too much time has passed, but it's actually a pretty decent first issue. What are the odds on that, Chris? What do you think? I'm going to go four and a half to one. How many okay, points are you excellent. Because when we don't know the answer, we turn to Chris Garcia and he makes something up. And by yeah. the way, I think that this, uh, the preview two pages that they put up online about a month ago uh-huh. are pretty – the art looks pretty good. It's way better than I usually uh, – Yeah, it's, 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 it's a good book. It's yeah. a good book. But one that's a little bit off the beaten path people might not have heard of, though it did sell out in comic shops, but it's going back to another printing – the book called Lazarus by Greg Rucka and mm. uh, I think it's Michael Lark doing art. It might be Steve Epting. Um, the style is similar to me. Uh, Lazarus is uh, about a, a, a not too far future dystopia where um, the 1% have become the 1% of the 1% and they control all of uh, the resources. And it's, so people who are not part of their family um, eat only at the discretion of and and yes, you picked up Satellite Sam too. Another sci-fi thing coming out. So, um, but I can't I can't recommend Lazarus enough. It was a really interesting story, and I know that comics creators don't want to see this, but it's a to see people say this, but it could really make an interesting low-budget sci-fi film. Who's the publisher uh, on that? Who's the what? Who's the publisher? Image. So Image is doing a, 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 some amazing work, and a, and, a, and a lot in science fiction and not. Superhero stuff. Of course, they're the publishers of Saga, which is the best oh, comic book in existence right now. Incredible, incredible comic. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
And then Rick brought up uh, this one, uh, Satellite Sam by Matt Fraction and, and Howard, Howard Shaken. It's a black and white. Yeah, it is a black and white book, and uh, it's set in the early days of television, um, and, uh, revolving around like a what was that one? Uh, Rocky Jones Space Ranger, right? Or, right. Tom Corbett uh, Space. Tom Cadet. Corbett Space Cadet. Uh, Satellite Sam is the show, and uh, but it's Matt Fraction, so you know it's going to. be I know. Awesome. I thought it was going to be harder sci-fi, and it really turned out to be more. Uh, it's a murder mystery. It's a murder mystery that will involve porn because Howard Chaykin is drawing it. Love um, Howard Chaykin. Yes, which I love Howard Chaykin, but his books all seem to devolve into porn. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just like stockings. You say that like it's a bad <laughs> okay, thing. Okay, Betty Page, the <laughs> Irwin Claw uh, collection. Uh, Ten Grand by... Uh, Have you caught up on Jim that one? That? I did not read the third issue, but I read the Isn't first Isn't it awesome? Two. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and... Uh, I, I have to just recommend out there to our listeners at home, um, as, though the Age of Ultron, I blew hot and cold, yeah. the actual Avengers AI book that is spinning out of that, yes. including the Age of Ultron postscript with Ant-Man by right. Mark Wade, was great. I thought it was wonderful. It was fantastic. Yeah. So, again, a completely family That was friendly. the one where he, he makes the ants bigger, right? Yes, a child-safe book. It's like if they would make Ant-Man that cool, yeah. that movie could be made like that. No one will be fighting for it, uh, fighting against it. Um, so, looking and Avengers AI is all their cyber heroes teaming up to fight a rogue uh, AI. We should explain that uh, we, we glossed over it. and We got an audience yes. who probably isn't familiar with it. The, the Ten Grand is a is a is a a detective who's died and heaven sent him back. We think it's heaven. Um, yes, and we think it's heaven. If he dies in the, his wife was killed at the same time as he was. If he dies in with honor or doing something good righteous, death. he gets to spend fifteen minutes with five. Her, five minutes with her in heaven, which was a game we all played when we were in teenagers, right? Um, and then that was a heartbreaking thing it was. too. It's like, what do you say in the five minutes that you will be allowed for the rest of eternity? Yeah, with the person who is your perfect love. And it, it's hi, just honey, a, I'm home. It's a yeah, it's a heartbreaking choice. What's and for dinner? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that might have been the answer in the 50s, uh, <laughs> but it's not the answer now. Um, yeah, really, really good book. Um, so we, we are, uh, yeah, we're under, under, so I was going to put, we'll go to movies. We'll talk about it. There is a German CG 3D animated Tarzan. It's very strange to watch. German, you because, said. First of all, it's in German. It's, German. <laughs> it's updated, so the Lord Greystoke like, lives in, a, like, in an Eichler. Um, <laughs> in the jungle, and they go and off in a, a helicopter, helicopter and there must be a helicopter Ich bin crash. ein Tarzan. And he's, he's and a... Yeah, he, he says, I, uh, Ich Tarzan. Uh, what's, the, what's the German for you are Jane? Um, you du bist are. Jane. Du, yeah, but that's what it is. <laughs> du bist Jane. And he jumps back. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, it uh, looks also, like the he's Disney He's also one. not a baby when he lands there. He's he's no. a he's a young boy, yeah. so he's speaking German with the apes. But he's having. Uh, I like the character. I like the scenes with the apes yeah. because they weren't necessarily had this fako language like. Yeah. Guten Tag, Cheetah. Guten Tag, Cheetah. They're borrowing. Guten Tag, Cheetah. Tantan. That he. Um, yeah, it, it's borrowing a lot from the Christopher Lambert. Yeah. He's just doing a lot of. He's hot, and ladies. He's hot. He's, he's a hot. hot and he's CG in 3D. Yes. Um, and uh, but and I, we'd be remiss if we don't talk about the debacle that was this week's opening of the Lone Ranger. 
Did anybody else get to see it? You were the uh, only one who it. made that mistake. I was the only one who made No, the high point of seeing The Lone Ranger was I had seen Monsters University twice before, but left before the end of the credits. But they showed The Lone Ranger in the same theater that Monsters University was in, so I finally saw the end of credit scene for oh, nice. Monsters University. And so there is a silver lining. And that was because the, there was no, <laughs> there was only one silver bullet in The Lone Ranger, and I wish it had gone through my head. Um, <laughs> so that was the silver lining of seeing that. Uh, yeah. The, the Lone Ranger um, hurt me bad. I mean, really, like in a way that people were upset about Man of Steel, but that didn't bother me as much as how horribly bobbled this film was. Disney had pulled the plug on it a few years ago. Uh, it was at a $250 million budget, and they said... And they didn't get the memo, and it still got And made. so they still made it, and then they spent $275 million because, of course, $250 million was too expensive to make. Wow. So they made it for $275. And half of that was uh, Johnny Depp's uh, paycheck? Uh, yes, uh, which is out of control, except that I've got to give Johnny Depp some credit because I, there was a news article last week that Johnny Depp, wherever he goes takes Captain Jack Sparrow's outfit with him. <laughs> no, no, this is actually, I mean, you want to scoff. But then he goes to children's hospitals and visits children's hospitals oh, nice. and dresses that's up really, and just nice. surprisingly yeah. sh- surprises even the hospital itself, shows up as Captain Jack and entertains children for three or four hours in the, in the children's ward. And I thought, that's well, now great for him it makes too. it really hard to hate him for Tonto because I, he's... Well, also, a decent. Do you really being. have to hate him for Tonto, or uh, I don't even a- I don't even hate him for Tonto. The thing is, the rumor was that the reason they killed the script was it was too expensive because of the supernatural elements. Okay. So the first half of the movie is still supernatural, and then they say no, Tonto was crazy, and <laughs> and then it stops being supernatural. But everybody had experienced the supernatural part, so you can't say no, that was just Tonto's imagination. And it it was disappointing because I would have totally gone with because I, I realized most of my fandom of the Lone Ranger loving him was because of Wild Wild West and the animated series they did the Lone Ranger in the sixties mm-hmm. that tr- borrowed very heavily from the Wild Wild West and he took on so, v- vampires and ghosts and did uh, supernatural stuff so I would have totally gone gone for that. So do you, you, the movie's two hours and thirty minutes long, right? <laughs> yes. Do you oh, think the Lord. extra 40 minutes they're going to stick in the director's cut will explain all that? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, to be fair. And you know what I hate about myself? You're I will buy, buy that Blu-ray, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> so my cousins, uh, who are all half-plus uh, Ohlone Indians, all of us, um, and we don't half see plus. Yes, half plus. I'm a half. Actually, I'm three eighths, but the rest are half. He's a half plus. minus. Um, yes, yeah, <laughs> is that a men's half plus? Um, but if you study harder, yes. Uh, <laughs> and all of them were so excited when Johnny Depp got cast as Tonto. It was, and like the reservation where two of my cousins live, like everyone went to see it opening night. <laughs> see, and then when you talk about that controversy, the funny thing is, it's like almost everybody upset about Johnny Depp playing Tonto. Mm-hmm. Does not seem to be coming from any Native American community. No, absolutely not. It's all no. it's all people being offended on behalf of other people, and I'm mm-hmm. tired of that too. So it, it's you know which well, that's the true. Tonto isn't Christian. Yes. Yeah, because he was in he was in the serials, if I remember correctly. Okay, I don't know. I, okay, yeah, he's a shaman, um, and they set up with the Wendigo. They make Butch Cass- uh, Cavendish, not Butch Cassidy, Butch Cavendish like Jonah Hex. And and oh. they make him a Wendigo. He's a cannibal, and and then they decide again. They're like, oh, that's not who Tonto's been chasing. It was just the most insulting. The only movie I've seen that is more insulting to the audience's intelligence was Highlander Two: The Quickening. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Wait, the director's cut? I would say Jonah Hex actually is more insulting. Okay, than the uh, no, no, because Highlander Two told Wait. you that everything that happened in Highlander One was not what they explained. But but are you talking Badly. about the director's cut of Highlander Two? I've never no, the, seen the director's, the director's cut. cut from the cuts planet out all the all the planet stuff. <laughs> That's oh, where they're from, yeah. the, they're well, from another world. It's actually not. Xantar. It's not bad. It's oh, not bad. The, don't make me go back. It's like <laughs> I'll loan you the DVD. To. Oh, it's like I just, and eh. speaking of loaning you a DVD, yeah. Everybody in the audience who was here when we started has a red ticket. A red. How ticket. about raffling something off? Okay. We're going to raffle something off. Ooh. And we're going to have JC pick out the person who did it because he's the one who tore up all the tickets. Crap. All right, no. go ahead. <laughs> All right, so we still have a DVD. Up so here. what's the number? We have number three five nine six six three. Arthur, there we go. It's the stunt puffin. Yes, our minion. Check it. <laughs> it we have a winner. Yes, you may Take choose from the pile of prizes. Not my iPhone. Uh, <laughs> Or Chris's bad. Take the hardback World of Warcraft. There we go. Pocketbooks. Congratulations. And let's hear it for. Yes. Excellent. How about about one more just for. One more just for fun? So that my backpack is lighter going home? Yes. JC's going to pick it again. I'll dig from the bottom or somewhere in the two thirds middle, whatever. Okay, here we go. Oh, I hope it's me. Oh, I didn't get a ticket. Same first three numbers, ending numbers. I love that about raffles. Three, four, nine, yes. Five. Five. Uno. One. Six, fifty, one. There we go. Excellent. What's your name? Your Brian. Brian. We got Digimon. We have a match. Starcraft, Guild Wars. Gears of War. Guild Warcraft. <laughs> Guild Wars. Guild Wars. Wars. Sorry, excellent. There you go. All right, excellent. Estimated value literature. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. I didn't read those. Literature is always good for you. Uh, so we have moments to talk about some television. Uh, about Ten so, minutes. Um, and if you, you haven't seen Monsters University yet, but I just... Uh, that before that, they showed a trailer for Frozen, their next Disney's next CG film. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. Based on Hans Christian Andersen's The Snow Queen. That wasn't what I was going to guess. What were you going to guess? Uh, a caveman comes back, goes to high school. Are you no, talking I about Snowman 2? Are you talking about the Hanna Barbera caveman? Great idea. I'm there. Um, <laughs> no, it's interesting because I compared this with, uh, Ki- with Kid Macaw, with Luke. Um, that he, he saw The Snow well. Queen. The Snow Queen. And the trailer is about this... It's a nasty little story. ...about this snowman. The trailer shows this snowman who sneezes his carrot nose off in the middle of the ice, and, and this reindeer goes, and they race to see if they, who can get the carrot first. So it's this really funny. It makes it look like Ice Age. And if you had no idea because you're a geek and read this, the trades and know that it's the Snow Queen, if you're just an uh, uh, audience member... You'd think that's what this movie is about. It says, Frozen, it's about a snowman who keeps losing <laughs> his nose. And I told my son, no, it's actually about an evil queen and her little sister, the princess, who tries to thaw the world out. It's a princess movie. And he went, they're totally faking me out. <laughs> said, yes. So uh, we had a little uh, discussion about media savviness. When's Luke going to do his <laughs> podcast? He's going to learn marketing. Oh, uh, yeah. And no. let me recommend, actually, uh, Joan Vingy's. Uh, the okay. Snow okay. Oh, good. A little darker though than I think they're going to go. It's very dark. Okay. So yeah, but that's going to be in November, uh, and we'll see. Oh, that's a dark month, so it's okay. It's a dark month, uh, and there will probably be a Disney Infinity uh, 
Disfinity Force. No, is there actually already a, a an announced uh, Tonto character for Disney Infinity? Yes, the Lone Ranger okay. is. There will be a Lone Ranger pack for Disney Infinity, which is their interchangeable action figure video game combo that comes out in August. Like Skylanders. Yes, I hope um, they lose the crow the crow hat. That was just terrible. Yeah, I think the picture I said. I okay, that yeah. had to and uh, since we're on Lone Ranger and crows, James O'Barr has actually has been officially signed on to be a the consultant on the crow. the crow. He is a cons- he is a consultant on the crow upcoming remake that no one seems excited about, uh, except the people making. I hope he tr- I hope the, he trusts the source material. Which suddenly I realize isn't that New A Constantine was the producer the the studio that made the crow the first time around. Um, because that's who's making the CG 3D Tarzan. I thought it was Carol Co. For some reason. But that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, it doesn't so, exist anymore. Eh, maybe I, not. All right. So are they talking about doing a crow as in the first story, like the Brandon Lee one? Yeah, yes, I think so. they're going to remake that. Can't rain all the time. Uh, well, I just, good God, I hope that, you know, they learn their lessons from all those god-awful sequels. Yeah, those well, sequels, a lot of the those didn't right. happen. Nobody saw them. Very so low budget. Exist. Oh my non-studio. God. Me and Neil Zawaki saw well, it'll be the interesting, second one. It'll be interesting to see if they go to more content uh, from the original uh, graphic novel on that. Because there was a... Of course, there was a lot originally left Neil out. Neil Zawaki, author of So You Want to Be a Supervillain? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, and we should talk television. There's rumor coming out in the letters pages of Guardians of the Galaxy that they might be creating a Guardians of the Galaxy cartoon to go with... The film. We didn't cover this during comics, but did you see the book that came out this week? I bought it, yes. The Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy, Galaxy, Tomorrow's Avengers. Tomorrow's Avengers. It's like, awesome. It's a one-shot. It's not a regular book. Right. No, yeah. I, I know. It's a, kind of an introduction to who all those characters are because Marvel is ramping up next year for Guardians of the Galaxy, to ga- Galaxy Mania to take over and see if people will uh, take a talking raccoon with a gun to their hearts. I, I already yes. have. I, the what's answer more, is yes. What's more cuddly than a and talking a walking tree god who can only say I turtles am with ninja weapons? Yes, that's oh, that'd be it. Fantastic. Well, that's coming too. There'll be yes. you know another teenage mutant ninja turtles with the same villain, William Fickner, who is um, Butch Cavendish and Lone Ranger, will be Splinter. Ooh, in, and uh, and actually, he's a great actor. Wait. So I, I'm not. I, I I don't complain about that casting at all. They're shooting right now in New York outside my friend Wait. Meg's apartment. Splinter or Shredder? No, Shredder. Shredder. I'm sorry, Shredder. Okay. Not not the rat. He's the he's the. Either way, he was inappropriate for the role because uh, Shredder is supposed to be a, like a disgraced Japanese samurai, yeah. right? Chris, yes, will exactly. you sing the Teenage Ninja, Ninja Mutant Turtles song with me? Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Ninja. Okay, we've uh, surpassed the, the half shell. We've turtle sur- power. We've surpassed the fair use doctrine, <laughs> and uh, now it's unfair punishment. Uh, so <laughs> we're gonna go back. Subterranean that. sewer hockey. <laughs> <laughs> radioactive black belt hamsters. hamsters. Oh yes. Hey. Adolescent black belt hamsters. Adolescent radioactive black belt oh, hamsters. hamsters. My friend Keith. Wrote the, Keith Champagne wrote the revival of that. Yeah, really? Yeah. Yes. Uh, from Dynamite. Um, and then a trailer for Beware the Batman came out. So we are we, holding together for you. You can see the, the line of thought that goes through this whole show. We right? are, right? So like one topic to the next. It's this about purity. If this is what's happening in your head, then, you know, this is what's happening. I've okay. seen the artwork for uh, Beware the Batman, and I'm a little skeptical, especially the characters that they're bringing. The, not even two-share characters. They're like 
reaching way back oh, no, and they're, pulling out they're, some really abstract it's characters. That they're going, actually, some of them are brand new to the 52 universe. Right. The rule yeah, is that no, no villains who have ever appeared on television or movies before can be used. And at some least of the, in the sets, first season. the CGI on the sets is amazing. The, have you seen? I should show you the pictures I took from Comic Con last year. Just okay. beautiful stuff. The the controversy is is Alfred being kind of a kick ass ex commando guy. I've always thought he was uh, an MI six in his yeah. past. Yeah, Which, but he but, kind of bumped but, him up a little. But bit. and we can't recommend enough. Why it not? ties into what Jeff Johns did in Batman Earth One, which was the best Batman story of the last four or five years. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yes. What else we got? What else we got? The world outside. You know, the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is coming to the West End as a live musical. Wow. Directed by Sam Mendes. And you know, the West End Skyfall. is where a lot of our Broadway comes from. I know. That's why I say it's worth, it's worth pointing out. And I'm hoping it'll be running in 2014 when certain people on this dais will be in a little yeah. place called London. Who's and, and don't have time to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shut up. <laughs> so who's doing the music? Um... It's a mixture. They're using some of Lerner and Hammerstein. Anthony, some of they're using some, some of, of the, the Anthony Newley songs uh, and Leslie Bacuse stuff from. Uh, they have no, to wait, use did pure Newley do that? It's Bacuse and Bacharach, maybe um, from the movie. I don't remember. Um, but anyway, um, so you even remember? Nope. We went into Broadway, and not every fan goes there. Okay, um, and uh, and then there's a new composer that I, whose name I did not recognize. Okay. So it's a mixture of songs. Um, and then I just wanted to uh, point out, I'm going to explore this later this summer, is that Universal Studios is, actually has interactive transformers wandering around that can respond. Mm-hmm. Can you push a button on them and turn them into a radio? No, but they will, but they will argue with you. They will, they will argue with things, you. They will, they will respond. To I didn't come here said. for an argument. <laughs> no, no which, I didn't. Uh, no, but, you know. No, you're not arguing. Oh, Megatron <laughs> will threaten you. And I, I will pay him extra to do so. <laughs> okay. Oh, you want uh, Soundwave over well, there. No, the real thing is he can turn wave. you into a radio. <laughs> well, the more important thing is, though, is that I think it's at both Universal Studios in both locations. Yes. Are doing the Cabin in the Woods oh, for yeah. their Halloween, Halloween haunt. And I will I not be going to that. want to see that badly. <laughs> want I want to see it done well, actually. But Everyone's okay. seen Cabin in the Woods, right? No, don't, yeah, I'll don't see it. Yeah. No, okay. I want the whole thing exploding out onto okay. the streets at night. Oh, jeez. Anyway, uh, and you, you wanted to throw in some wrestling news. We have wrestling a little news. bit of time. Yes, sadly, Two minutes, go. we lost one of the greatest performing clowns of all time. Uh, Matt Bourne, uh, wrestler, oh. played Doink the Clown. Uh, this was sad to me. It was sad to me because he was, when he did it, he was the first one to play it. And he was actually a scary freaking clown who was coming <laughs> to destroy everyone. And then after he left, because he had drug problems, like all wrestlers do apparently, um, except for CM Punk, who's one of us. Uh, straight um, edge and a nerd. Yes. yes. Um, and when he, he got a chance, he got fired. And then they brought in this sort of comical loving family clown uh, to play him, a guy named Steve Kiern. And it all went to hell from there. But, you know, Matt Bourne dead at 50. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh too, soon. Too, too soon. Too soon. And you know from what? what? From what? I think to celebrate the I mean, to, uh, honor, him, honor we him. should do we should try and do some, like, rapid-fire raffles. Rapid-fire raffles. Rapid-fire raffles. Good call. Easy for you to say. Sing the theme song. No. Rapid-fire raffles. Rapid-fire raffles. Raffles Raffle in a half power. shell. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to draw the first number. Half a you ready? in the bucket. We're going to go through this fast, so the last three numbers are 632. Six, Come on up. Come on up. 
We still have number two cool prizes. Yes. The next number, we've got uh, four prizes. Wait, we'll let, let her come up here. Don't, I don't oh, want to fight. She will. She will. I don't want to fight. So the next number is 634. Probably in the same area. 634? 634. 634. Come so in. much for that. Next number is 655. 655. Arthur again. Aw. And the next number is, well, I'm getting all from the same area, so let's get something different. 642. 642. That is a prime number. 642. 642. Calling 642. Already left? Okay. Let's, we've got two prizes left. 639. Hey, there we go. 639, there we go. Yay. What's your name? Mary Okay, so you're going to a Gears of War novel or Digimon Season 1. Digimon, Good yeah! Choice. There you go. Okay. And, and the last one. Do we get rid of the last thing? The last number is 633. Karen Travis's there there we go. Go. The Slab in the Gears of War Excellent. universe. You made Derek a very happy and lighter person. Perhaps. But again, I bought a lot in the dealer's room. And I want to shout that out. Uh, a very big thank you to WesterCon66 for hosting us. And for, for guests, uh, Eric Shanauer. Um, David Maxine, who yes. you interviewed and will be in next week's podcast, right? We'll be, we'll, we'll be putting that in a future podcast. In a, yes. future, in a future podcast, but... Uh, Maybe this one if I get creative. Uh, we'll see. And, of course, uh, Eric Shanauer uh, is the Eisner Award-winning writer of Marvel's Oz series, as well as many Oz graphic novels of his own, and, uh, and the Fantastic Age of Bronze series. Age so, of Bronze, spectacular. So, and then David so, is his partner and publisher of Hungry Tiger Press. So go into the dealer's room. They're and right and over check there. Check them out. They're fantastic. Love that place. Uh, so where can people listen to us there? And you can find us at, of course, www.fanboyplanet.com. You can listen to it on, on iTunes. If you sat here and think I enjoyed that, go listen to us on iTunes. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Feel free to rate us. We're also available on the Stitcher app, so definitely uh, pick us up that way. On those smartphones. Uh, and, of course, uh, any uh, items that we talk about on this podcast, we try to uh, include uh, on our Amazon store, so check out the website. You can purchase many of the items discussed here on our website. If you have questions, comments, compliments, commentary, criticism, write into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I'm Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of Fanboy Planet. Christopher J. Garcia. And our J special guest, J.C. Arkham. And I'm Rick Brestsnyder, reminding you to use your powers only for good. Thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast. Visit Luke Ski at www.thegreatlukeski.com. Well, welcome to WesterCon 66. This is the short podcast, episode one of one. And I'm here today with Key, is it pronounced? Yes. Key 
Nethri. Close enough. Nethri. Okay. Well, my name is Rick, but the last name is. Is it pronounced Rick? It is pronounced okay, Rick. There you go. But you don't want my last name. Okay. So, uh, how are you enjoying WesterCon? Good. It, and it's doing fine by you? Yeah. What's your favorite thing so far to you right now? Right. So, I would say that right now would be like the podcast. That's section. excellent. Yeah. I don't need to talk to you anymore. Thank there you, you very much. Thank you. I hope you have a great WesterCon. All right. Thanks.